Lamar Jackson's toilet seems to be the MVP for the Ravens. And this seems to be episode 22 of the Fumble Brewski. Fernando, what is up? I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like, fuck you, Rice Krispies. <laughs> if, uh, oh, you're getting right into it today. <laughs> 100%. You guys thought I was going to say 22. Fuck that shit. Rice Krispies, you're going down. Me versus you. Anyways. That being said, shout out Taylor Swift. Shout out T-Swift, you know. She money. <laughs> what is also money is my dog, Lamar Jackson. Trace McSorley, throw it on a dime. That man came in for like three plays and got hurt somehow. But I hope he's it okay. It was a non-contact too. Yeah, so hopefully he's okay. Um, those are always scary. Those non-contact injuries can be more brutal along the ligaments than the traditional like actually hitting your knee. That literally just means your muscle went, no, can't do this no more. Especially on a play like that where he wasn't even like up to full speed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he was still in the backfield and he tried to cut and just down, down yeah, you go. Yeah, he's... So hopefully he's all right. But I will say, that was like a as close to a movie moment, I guess, as you can get. Starter goes out. He's hurt. Backup comes in for the game-winning drive. All hope is lost when McSorley goes down, and it's fourth and five. And then out of nowhere, the starter trots out of the locker room. Comes in, and on the first play, fourth down, scores a touchdown and a two-point conversion. That's a movie moment right there. Oh, uh, it was crazy, man. It was, the, it was the kind of moment that, like, for everyone who says that Lamar Jackson is a fluke, that he's not that kind of guy that is going to lead you to a playoffs and is going to win the playoffs. He's not going to be a franchise quarterback. He showed it right there. Like, Aldi. game's on the line. Baker Mayfield Aldi. was uh, – Aldi, your dog <laughs> – Oh shit! What? Oh, what I thought I was muted. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. We should guys, restart. Don't, no, don't worry, guys. It's okay. For those who don't know, <laughs> Sp Spencer has a little dog called LD, who's literally a little dog. A You're little version, me out now? <laughs> a little version of this bigger dog, Kobe. Kobe is a huge, lovable, big white dog. I don't even know what kind. He's a golden doodle, but hey, we never said we were creative in this house. <laughs> yeah, he's a big golden doodle, Kobe. And then LD, little dog, who's a little... Little dog. It looks like a little Kobe, and it's amazing. So that No reason to confuse anybody. Get straight to the point. Little dog is a little dog. <laughs> exactly. LD, baby. But anyways, back to the point I was making, which I have very already forgot. Very already forgotten. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, I Lamar don't know. Lamar Jackson, yes, proved that he's a franchise QB. On a day that Baker Mayfield was balling out, you know. Baker Mayfield, what Were more could really he have done? Were people really doubting that, though? What more could Baker Mayfield done? You know, Baker Mayfield proved it, but that's a, that's a separate conversation we can have in a sec. Lamar Jackson, I mean, think about it. Not that he was doubting, but he has his doubters. He's a guy who's gone to the playoffs twice and gotten bounced in the first round twice. Um, kind of like my dog, Michael Jordan, but whatever. Um... Like, I mean, yeah, it's pretty clear. Like, he, so, so his obviously passing, Lamar's not having the year that yeah. he was last time. His passing regressed. It seems like people figured him out. And he comes out of that locker room and just goes out there and wins the game. I mean, he – okay, I will say. Yes, he's obviously – Lamar Jackson obviously had 
a worse season this year in, in almost every sense of the word than his MVP campaign in the past. That being said, he didn't need this game. I don't think he was ever being doubted as the starter. I think that team is all in on Lamar Jackson, and he's pretty secure. Um, and people know that he's good, just having an off year. Uh, but he needed that game because he hadn't really had a, a big game in quite a long time, most of the year even. But this one, he, he balled out this game. No, kind of Kind of plain and simple. No, right. It's, it's like, exactly, but it's like he's, that regression kind of just... At least to me, was gonna sh- was starting to show like, oh, what tier quarterback do we put Mar Jackson in? You know, is he gonna be a good? I mean, he didn't even have a great game. I guess if you look at his stats, he's eleven. He was eleven for seventeen, but his real impact came on the ground. He had one hundred twenty-four yards and two touchdowns on the ground, but he only had one hundred sixty-three yards passing. But that ball carrier, that dynamic, is what the Ravens are trying to model their offense off. So like, if he can fix the passing. He can clearly light it up a little bit more. Baker Mayfield. I mean, and what a game! I guess he doesn't need to. You know what? You know what I mean? Two different. T- like, why did he doesn't? Teams. He's not the same type of quarterback that needs to throw the ball thirty-five times mm-hmm. and get three hundred yards and two touchdowns every game. Because he can live on the ground as well. Yeah, it's it's just kind of a scary thing. What if like the Ravens got like weapons, or like what if Dez like actually did good like came back was good and they had like a monster receiver and Lamar Jackson actually had like could get some downfield action going they'd just be so scary I mean I think they were already pretty scary like when Lamar was playing at his MVP level they were pretty scary you know what I mean they made it to the AFC championship game right or at least pretty damn close I forget exactly how far they made but they they made it pretty damn far in the playoffs they had a nice run um, and, and I think they, they have the talent to get back there. They just have to kind of figure it out. But if I was them, I'd be trying to figure it out pretty soon. Uh, maybe get a big wide receiver in there. Like you said, Marquise Brown's good. He's not a number one wide, wide receiver, though, I don't think. He doesn't Hollywood's play like one. Small, he, he's got drop issues. He's too small. Uh, I think, if, yeah, he's too small. If they get a big receiver with J.K. Dobbins being so young, they could be solid. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting because they still don't have that clear, you know, like, distinction of who's the starter, you know, like Dobbins and, like, Dobbins. In what, who's the starter in what position? Like, Dobbins and Edwards is still, like, it's Dobbins to Edwards 60-40, you know, and, like, I think Dobbins is much more talented than, like, Gus Edwards. Like, Gus Edwards is a good running back in his own right, but Dobbins is just the future, you know? Yeah, I mean that, but that makes it even better if you've got a guy like Mark Ingram as the veteran running back presence. His role is going to be his role is going to be decreased. But if Dobbins, they gives him a little more room to kind of develop as a player because they'll have Mark Ingram for probably another year to two years, uh, and then you get a big boy wide receiver in there, and your your offense looks just as scary as anybody's. Yeah, man, it'll just be crazy once they let Lamar Jackson walk and they just have Trace McSorley leading the offense. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you got Trace McSorley on your team, you're you're guaranteed to win, right? Just a <laughs> Just... kid from Briarwood, I'm wearing number nine. What a savage. Yo, man. what if they walked out on the field? Like, what if McSorley started a game and they walked out just blaring that song in the stadium? They just started blaring Trace McSorley. They'd win. It'd be like when the they Eagles, have to, right? It'd be like when the Eagles started playing like 
like dreams and nightmares and everybody was just like oh my god like i'll never forget that moment do you remember when the eagles there's played the no vikings? way to lose there's no way to yeah, lose the eagles are playing the vikings and i remember the entire time just thinking oh the vikings are gonna smack the eagles i'm watching them hit them with a skull skull like there's no way to play like, that song comes I, on i hear the song play and i just look at my dad and i was like wow dad we're about to see the eagles destroy <laughs> The Vikings. And he just looks at me. My dad is just so confused. He's like, he's like, were you just talking about the Vikings the entire, like, last two days? <laughs> and he's just like, he's just, he was finally learning all the names of the players and stuff. And I was like, dad, forget everything I said. All of it is invalidated. <laughs> it's <laughs> all about the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. And he's like, he's like, because of that stupid song, he didn't understand. Go, go Birds. The song did he, it. He didn't understand, man. Ta- my little brother, he caught on. You know, just some things, just, you just got to trust your gut, you know. Speaking of the Eagles, I think this is a good time to go back to that Hurts-Wentz conversation we started before. Because So, so Jalen Hurts, on Sunday, was 17 for 30, 167 yards and a touchdown with no picks in his NFL debut. Not like a, a stat line that'll blow you away. He also did have 100 yards rushing, which is very good. Uh, that being said, they beat a 10-2 and Saints team. When they were doing nothing but reeling with Carson Wentz behind the wheel. It's, so he's got to stay in, right? I definitely think it's the combination of the fact that one's putting in your backup QB sometimes gives you a spark. We saw what sometimes the Dolphins put in Matt Moore. And putting in a rookie in general gives you a spark. So, like, you know, I'm not saying it's literally like beginner's luck, but he wasn't that great of a passer. He was definitely dynamic as a runner. What's cool about him is that he is a lot better with RPOs, which seems to be what the NFL is trying to transition to a little bit, trying to integrate more of that college style. Um, he made the running game better. Like he, I think he made the whole team better. I think the team he had gave them a spark. Energy. He gave them a spark, man. And like, like you, like I, of course you got to keep him in there, man. Like, I would just, I'm just saying, don't get your hopes up, guys. This isn't like, oh, Jalen Hurts is your lord and savior now. I am kind of smacking my head a little bit that I didn't grab him in my dynasty football league. Um, now that I lost, thanks to stupid decisions with linebackers. But anyways, like Jalen Hurts is a great prospect. Um, some people were I mean, like overhyped, saying he was like overhyped on a second. Like he was a second rounder, right? Yeah, second rounder. I That's a little tough, bro. Well, so so we were having the conversation last episode about about what the Eagles do, right? Regardless of the situation, what happens. So so now we're we're pretty sure Hertz is probably going to stay in there. Interesting new take I, I've I've heard is that the Eagles keep Hertz, obviously go all in on Hertz this year, and then trade him, mm. try to get some value out of Jalen Hertz, and keep Carson Wentz. So that way they're not holding on to that contract for no reason. And it's going to be way easier to trade a guy like Jalen Hurts to another team, especially if Hurts continues to play well. But it's going to be almost impossible to trade a guy like Carson Wentz, who's sitting on the bench with an $80 million contract. See, that's extremely interesting. But at the same time, <clears throat> if you're telling me you find a quarterback who has success, why trade him? No. Like, like I, I get the it's I get so I get hard. I get the concept like it, it's it's a lot more value. It's an easier contract to flip. Like you can bring more picks. You can end up getting another guy. 
maybe like a like a like a guy who was closer on your uh, to towards the top of your board that Jalen Hurts was, but damn man, like could you I mean, imagine trading? Could... could you imagine you trade him? Well, you're trading him, hoping I wish he I busts, tell you, basically. And what if he I w- doesn't? I wish I could tell you the answer. If he doesn't, like, but it, it's I don't know what the answer is. There's, it's almost an impossible question. You know what I mean? Just because, yeah, obviously, there's the problem of can you imagine trading a guy that starts to have success? Um, but at the same time, and at the same time, if they do trade Hurts, and they're like, we're in on Carson Wentz, we're gonna get some weapons around him. For like by trading Jalen Hurts, we're gonna get some weapons for Wentz. But if he busts again, they're fucked, right? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, dude. Like, if if they if they they bust, they're fucked, man. And like, it begs the question of like, Spencer. Basically, like that take is like, all right. Like when the Falcons had Brett Favre, you know, his rookie year. Then they traded him to the Packers because they wanted another player, right? Okay. You, like you know who they traded him for, right? I I don't I don't off the top of my head. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I was but, gonna Google but him, I think that's but it doesn't different. matter. He, they draft like a receiver who ends up being a bust, you know. And Brett Favre goes on to become literally a legendary quarterback. And the Falcons yeah, but I think that's could have different. had that after your rookie, but after your rookie year versus after your third year when you've already had a near MVP campaign. And then you got hurt, and now you suck. No, right? no, no. What like, I'm saying, like, was a rookie. What I'm saying is, if they trade Hurts. Okay. Oh, oh. So you're saying, you're saying that Hurts is far in this situation, not yes. Wentz. Hurts is far in this situation. Oh, and you trade him, and then Hurts blows up, is what you're saying? Yeah. And you got yes. some shitty wide receiver too that left your team after three years. Yeah. Or you get like a like another quarterback who ends up still being a bust. You feel me? Like, it's very possible. It's very possible. Like so, and that's what makes the decision so hard. Because yeah, what if Hurts ends up being a perennial starter and playoff quarterback for a team? Like it'd have to be like I don't know, like Justin Fields starts falling and like they want Fields over Hurts and they could they convince a team like yo no no no, no they can't do that. I think that's the one thing they can do. You trade you can't trade Hurts for another QB. If you're trading Hurts. That means that you are buying in on Carson Wentz. Mm. You're saying, this is still the guy. We still believe in Carson Wentz. We just need to build around him. So you sell Jalen Hurts, and you go get a wide receiver for Carson Wentz. You're going to need a lot more than a wide receiver for... (laughs) I mean, mean, maybe. They might need a lot more. Like, it could be a lost cause. You know, Wentz just might not be good enough. But who knows? And this goes back to my argument. A couple, a couple episodes, I mentioned the fact that like there could be some something that happens with like rookie QBs that are highly touted prospects, right? That other teams are a little bit scared the first time they play him, right? They have some impact, and they have no tape, no film on the guy. They've never seen him in real life, but they know that he's supposed to be great. So they just don't play up to that, up to the level they're capable of. But now that it's the second, third time they're seeing him, he's not, not as, as good as they thought. thought. Exactly. Sometimes it's just really you don't know what you're getting with the prospect. Sometimes you know you're transplanting him into a new scheme, new personnel, literally a new entire environment, hoping to replicate success or improve on it. And sometimes they just don't. You know, 
sometimes you get a guy who just is supposed to be good, and he just sucks. And it's just sort of... Do you think... Okay, do you think that's the case with Carson Wentz? I don't know if he's do you bad, think he's actually bad? In, the, in the sense he's just not as good as he was seen, and it's just not fair to him, you know? Like... He's not a franchise quarterback right now. It's not what he's playing like. You know, he's got to reprove that at least. I don't think he's a bad QB though. And, but the it's I agree. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think if he's gonna become a but franchise it's like QB, Alex Smith is a bad QB. Be also, like, team, I'm, talking about, right? I'm not talking about right now. But when he was on the Chiefs, like he was in a bad QB. But if you told Alex Smith, "Yo, my guy, go out there and sling the ball 55 times." Alex Smith's gonna look at you, and he's, he's gonna look at you, he's gonna look at you and be like, "Yeah, that's not his so game." How, how how bad did you want to lose today, Andy Reid? You want to lose by <laughs> <coughs> exactly? I mean, that's, that's what I'm not Alex Smith's game. And you know Carson I mean? Wentz is game, looking like a guy a who should manager. be a game manager. You know when he ha- well, Carson Wentz was looking like what like a all star. He was, an, he was gonna an be an MVP, MVP before he tore his ACL. Crazy teammates, you know, like and. He didn't have crazy teammates though. The Eagles have You're never had a they, crazy team. When they, ha- when they had Nick, when they played like, Nick, yeah, Foles, you're Alshon me that defense Jeffrey wasn't disgusting. And you're telling, and you're, t- and you're, you're telling me, yeah, Jordan no, the Howard was pretty disgusting. But you're looking Jordan at Jordan Howard wasn't okay. But you're looking at that fire. Eagles team. You're telling me that, like, yeah, Jordan Alshon Howard wasn't exactly. So that Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard is beast. not disgusting. Did you see what he <laughs> did for the Dolphins? He got paid a couple yeah, because he gave his heart and soul that for season carry. for the for the Eagles for Big Dick Nick. <laughs> but you can't say the Eagles had a dirty team when they're what year was that? What year was that? And their wide receiver Eagles one was what Nelson I had a Aguilar. Great team. I can tell you that right now. I just I guys for, <laughs> I've been up since five thirty in the morning. I'm in Tennessee right now. I flow, so please excuse me while I clap this kid. What's and champions, champions. Okay. Let's hear it. 2017. They were 2018. Well, it was tw- I guess February of 2018. <laughs> I'm about to be at the rosters. Aha. All right. But either way, yeah, they, dude, so they, got, they were underdogs the deal, the in Eagles that Super Bowl. and a guy, you know, they were balling together. Okay, Nelson Aguilar when he everybody thought he was gonna be good. Zach, homie Zach Ertz, Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey, and Big Dick Nick's just feasting, bro. But their D line, bro. You can't say that their that's, defense, bro. You can't say Fletcher that's a Cox, product. Brandon Graham, Nigel Bradham, Michael Kendricks, Jalen Mills, Darby when he was locked down in the slot, like Malcolm Jenkins. Now, Darby's trash. Beast. I don't know. See, see, I think, okay, if any team's going to win the Super Bowl, you have to be good, right? Obviously, you have to be a good team to get to and win the Super Bowl, but I don't think, like, yeah, the defense helped a lot, right? And they had some good players, but I don't think you look at that team. It's and a good like, team. Yeah, that team was stacked, right? Like, the quarterback didn't have to do anything. I, think Carson went- I don't think you look at that team and go like that. No, yeah. you look at the I think Chiefs, Carson Wentz is a little bit of a game manager, hopefully, you know, and if that's what the Eagles buy in, good on them, you know. Um, I think, I think at the end of the day, 
the 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 state it is right now, especially being in Philadelphia with a fan base like that, I think Carson Wentz's days there are very numbered. I I think he's got a chance to become to become he's gonna get another shot. As assuming he goes somewhere else in the next couple years, he's gonna get another shot. Some team's gonna pick him up, obviously, and that's gonna be his chance to go be a starter, uh, a consistent starter again. Uh, but I don't think that that's gonna happen with the Eagles again. I have to say. Maybe he gets another year. But yeah, I, don't I mean, think maybe change scenery would be good for him. You know, he's the type of guy who, with his draft pedigree and with the history of that big contract and that little those big seasons, he'll always get a chance. You know. But speaking of great quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes is pretty great. I gotta say. Okay, so the so the uh, Chiefs beat the Dolphins thirty three twenty seven. Not as bad. That first quarter looked good. I'm not mad about it. You know, first quarter looked great, and yeah, like like obviously we lost, and and we let up 33, 33 points, but at the same time, I don't think the defense played poorly, and I don't think the offense played that poorly either. Which is- our special teams sucked, right? They had a punt return touchdown. Very- and we had a safety. Very uncharacteristic for our special teams to let us down like that. Very uncharacteristic. Jason Sanders is usually automatic with field goals, and he missed his first one for like 45 yards. And then they let up a punt return. I mean, which we when usually you face have the Chiefs, man, like, it's understandable sometimes to let up a punt return. But okay, but that's why that's why overall I'm not very mad about that game. We weren't supposed to win that game, and I think we played better than we could have. We Patrick Mahomes yeah, threw we, three if, interceptions. If we do a cleaner game, he had like, two all more, year. Like a little cleaner game, we could have won. We you, like you said, bro. We were very opportunistic. We picked off Patty Mahomes three times. That's insane. <clears throat> like not many teams can. Yeah, not many teams can say they've done that. I mean, obviously, this year, to have two interceptions over, what, 11 games or 12 games and then have three in one game means your defense is doing something. Yeah, for and for a bit, it looked like those things we talked about, like, before the game, it, we were talking about how they had to, like, match up well. Hey, my dog Eric Rowe with that pick, like I told you, Spencer. He... True, true, true. Byron Jones got one. His first career interception. I, first career. Can first, you believe that? You're telling me, <laughs> up until last week, I <laughs> yes. I had the same amount of interceptions <laughs> in my you. life as Byron Jones in the NFL. Yeah, as Byron Jones, <clears throat> yes. Now he only yes, has one. The same amount. Well, now he only has one more than me. So isn't that wild? For someone who is as good as he is, have no interceptions. Is crazy. Oh, I, was I lied. I to say. I'm a liar. I'm sorry for the fans. Third that was sounds third a lot more. Reason. He had. <laughs> okay, not, but that means you're locked down, since 2015. man. Zero just means you suck. <clears throat> okay, now he had. He had. Okay. He had one interception in 2016, one interception in 2017. And zero in twenty eighteen, zero twenty nineteen, zero twenty fifteen, and one this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, like, 
I mean, he, I mean he's obviously no, yeah. he's a lockdown that, corner, but he's clearly not a ball. Xavier Howard you know plays I mean? the ball like, very Xavier aggressively. Howard is you know, a ball. he got another pick. That pick against Tyreek Hill was beautiful. Beautiful. Definitely, I we'll think see. he's a defensive player of the year <laughs> candidate, man. Like Stephon Gilmore, he's truly the lockdown corner of the NFL right now. It's because he plays different than Byron Jones. Byron Jones uses his athleticism to more of like two pass breakups and like he's very good in the run game. Which is good, and I like that. And then technically, that's what a cornerback one needs. He doesn't get like picks because he also like keeps up and he just play like. But yeah, so he tied yeah, Kirk, Xavier Howard is also just probably. lurking more, man. I feel like he could play. He can play tighter coverage if he wants yeah. to. He just doesn't want to because he wants the pick. <laughs> He's, I mean, yeah, Xavier Howard's more physical. I think. And we'll go up and try to get the ball no matter what, and usually win. Like he could, I think he could probably be a wide receiver if he practiced at it. Yeah, I his hands are pretty sick. Routes, man. Like... <laughs> okay, yeah, obviously. But if you're telling me, Spencer, I get what you're saying. If you're telling me right now, win or go home, we needed to throw a hail mary, especially with our injuries. Spencer, I would a hundred percent put a saving out. What I've got Devontae Parker, Mike Gusecki, and then I've yeah. got I can fill two more guys. Okay. Xavier Howard Someone and Mac Anyone 100%. else? What am I even doing on the field? Like Jakeem Grant, I love you, dog. But I'm not standing a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five foot yeah, six five is what you should got. Listen. <laughs> I'm not standing five you on a hail Mary, bro. <laughs> The defense won't I'm, even I'm cover five, you, seven. bro. Put they ain't there, being fooled. <laughs> <laughs> they won't need to cover him. He'll just get lost under all of them. <laughs> That's what happened to you, but you came. Oh, okay, bold strategy. Next tell Mary. Send just a cream grant down See, the there. Chinese field goes. Nobody else. Everybody else runs button yes, hooks, and Jakeem Grant goes deep by himself. Let's do it. All right, but either way, either way, Tua, I think, played pretty well. He got he got some garbage time help a little bit when it was like mostly out of the question, but overall, it was he was his first three hundred yard game. He did throw his first career interception, um, but overall, I think he played pretty well. He threw the ball forty eight times. Yeah, like it was more we talk about like insane. more of him being unleashed a little bit, partially because like our running game just had taken a hit a, a bit. But yeah, also, like, no it just shows Flores is willing to trust him to sling the rock forty-eight times. Um, that's that's good confidence, man. It's getting his arm a little used to more of the fact that we're gonna need him some games to sling it because a running game is still not gonna be that great. I hope we draft a running back next year. Um, no offense, Miles Gaskin. Also, I mean, well, I don't know. See, I don't. I don't know. Miles Gaskin, I thought it was pretty. I think Miles Gaskin's pretty good. I don't think we're going to draft a running back. We might. No, not at all. But not bro. in like a first round. 100%, I think we're going not at wide receiver before running back. But if someone. Ooh, I mean, I don't know that. If we get Najee Harris or like trade up for Najee I, Harris I or for Travis Etienne. No way they're going to Ooh, we'd be dirty. What do you oh mean? God. Najee Harris is not going to the first round? Yeah, that's what everybody said. Like the running only running back, back one of the first year was he is like like Clyde, bro. Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and he was the last pick. And he was, 
Yeah. The last pick of the Besides first round. Besides that, look at the running backs who've gone in the first round. I guess. Saquon Barkley. Zeke. Christian McCaffrey. Zeke. Christian McCaffrey. God. Yeah, who are like, I guess, all God. generational talents. Did Christian McCaffrey <laughs> yeah. even go in the first round type shit? That's what I'm type. Christian that's McCaffrey. How, how I don't know. Let's see. He's... He probably oh, did. He probably did. Eighth overall, right. yeah. Sorry. My bad for doubting you, Chris bro. Christian McCaffrey was eighth overall. Yeah, he was a top Rock, ten Colorado pick. was going to get drafted. <laughs> he, was, he was a draft. Uh, yeah, top ten draft pick. Zeke was what? He was like the third One overall One or two, pick, or right? Second, no, wait. Uh, he might have been the second overall pick. I could see the Cowboys doing some shit like that. Fourth overall, fourth overall, fourth overall. I mean, I'm looking at. So I'm looking at I'm looking at a draft projection for May, right? So this is obviously uh, a pretty old, pretty old pick, but this has Travis Etienne going like number eleven in the draft. I guess to whoever the fuck is picking eleventh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you sure that's that was from that was from May though? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but either way, either way, so even better. But if the Dolphins get a get a stud running back like that, then I think that changes your team. Or if we get a stud wide receiver to I go off Devontae Parker, I think any receivers start developing also too changes more. Your like, we can't be keep we can't just clown him with just like no one's nobody's you know. I agree. I think I think we'd we'd rather go receiver first, probably, especially De- if we Devonta can get, Smith would be amazing. We can get like a high up receiver. Devonta Let alone the, Smith like, like, would be a baller. Like, the fact that they already have innate chemistry together, like the fact they've actually True, played together, the Alabama there, that's connection. amazing. But the fact that like he's just a burner, he's just something else that we don't have to the team. Like a big burner is great. You just stretch the field. And he could easily – I mean, if the Texans have a top 10 pick, that's a very possible acquisition there, right? If they have that, a top 10 pick, then, then the Dolphins could easily get Devontae Smith or, or, or somebody of that caliber. Jamar oh, Chase from LSU. So good. It would just be just so nice for Tua, you know, and it would just be nice to see the Dolphins uh, finally invest in them. So nice. Especially because he hasn't he hasn't clicked with Devontae Parker yet, clearly. Like Devontae Parker's great, yeah, but he had zero catches last week, I think. And and he never plays well with Tua. He only plays and I think that's because Tua doesn't know how to I mean, it'll get better, but but when Ryan Fitzpatrick plays, he he chucks the ball, right? And throws it and says, My guy's gonna go get it. He's way more likely to throw a jump ball. Tua's not gonna throw it if you're not open. So while Devontae Parker will go up and get it, he might not be like clearly open as much, and Tua won't throw it to him as much. No, yeah, and they just gotta like learn how to like trust each other more. I feel like the more they practice like an off season together, like will actually teach Tua to like trust Devontae. He just Tua wants the high percentage, like the accuracy throws, and like he just gotta understand that like, he's gotta be able to trust Devontae Parker to catch those. That's his bread and butter. That's his game. You know, he's a big boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Either way, I think Tua played Tua is continuing to get better. The offseason is definitely going to help. And if we get a guy like Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase, definitely going to help. But focusing on the other quarterback, that bring in that game, Patrick Mahomes, this brings us to the last topic for today's episode. All, like, talent QBs, right? So I think it's pretty clear. Patrick Mahomes is has Heading that there, I'd say. special talent, right? You look... I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think he's got it. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Even with the arm, I think he's got it. He's got like the playmaking ability where you watch him play and you okay. know he's. I different. agree. No, definitely Patrick Mahomes. That arm, the windows it can hit, like with just like it's like a flick of a wrist. It's just exactly insane. the way like, the he magician throws. throws and like I yeah. know everybody says, oh, hey, you're gonna dick ride Patrick Mahomes." Like that's what he does. Oh, I've seen Sam Darnold do that. I've seen Matthew Stafford do that. Uh yeah, I seen them do that too. No, 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 Once, no. <laughs> twice. Okay, even if you come out here and tell me like four <laughs> times a game, like Patrick Mahomes does it all the time. Patrick Mahomes does it whenever he wants, and let us all remind you, Patrick Mahomes is twenty three fucking years old, man. Like twenty four, until like twenty four years old, and he's already won. He's an crazy. MVP. He's already won a Super Bowl. Like he is a little kid. I mean, he could he could become his, the greatest his, of all time. His athleticism as well. Like obviously, obviously, you can't say that yet. He has the talent. But he could be. You know, anything can happen. You know, anything can happen. Yeah. But the fact that like what he's headed for right now, it can be some insane shit. And like, it's very nice to see like the NFL's in great hands. The NFL's in great hands with a lot of young QBs, man. Um, but. Je- well, so we started talking right before this episode. You yeah. brought it up about QBs like, like that. Right? That's what QBs I'm saying. Where you like, watch there's them, a lot of great QBs, just, but like, QBs different. that are just different like that. Like Aaron Rodgers is another guy, you know, like that arm is insane. Like the fact that we've seen those Hail Marys, like it's not just like it's one Hail Mary that just breaks your back. All the time. All the you know, time. Like, he was yeah. in the playoffs and he was just like hitting it to, to uh, Richard Rodgers, who's the other tight end. Now it was some other, some other fool. It was Richard Rodgers, the Hail Mary. But back when they were in the playoffs, he was yeah. throwing out still Bennett. nobodies. Bennett? He was throwing out not Lazard, Martellus Bennett. One of those. Graham, that's what I'm saying. Like some for random a year or two. Who's Jeff? Janis. That's what I'm saying. Jeff like, Janis. Like, like, <laughs> all these crazy plays are all to nobodies, man. And. It's just the simple fact that Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to buy you time because he's an improvisational wizard, and he just has the arm strength to just heave it whenever he wants to. He can just shuck it, and the hang and the time, accuracy to do the it, the accuracy you know what I mean? he's mastered, yeah, the hail mary, the deep his ball, his arm like is crazy. Just having a player like that, definitely, is just game changer. Like a guy who you know is like, hey, I'm not a hail mary with him is not a hail mary almost. You know, it's it's just a prayer. And 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 so we we had like started to get into it, but but you see a guy like Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning right now is above Aaron Rodgers in in career and in An quarterback like yeah. ranking. I I put. Yeah, like Peyton Manning was better than Aaron Rodgers, but at the same time, I'm not saying that he had a better arm, no shot. Peyton Manning couldn't throw the ball. You know what I mean? Like he threw ducks 
all day long. The problem, the thing is, Peyton Manning was smarter than everybody else on the field, and he threw it exactly where he wanted to throw it. Like he was so accurate, it doesn't matter if it was a spiral, because the only guy that was exactly. catching it was his like receiver. He, he knew the exact limits of his arm strength to a fault, even up until like the end of his career. But like he needed his arm strength. Yeah, he, like he, I mean, he, he wasn't exactly the stuff. greatest passer. Like he was just so smart. Like Omaha, Omaha. But he was just his his coverage reading was insanity. <laughs> Not to say Rodgers can't read a play. Like of course he can. Like I mean, this is a guy who coached Matt Flynn to throw like. Six touchdowns or some shit. Yeah, he just coached the him up baller, in the week 17. Like Aaron Rodgers, his arm is just what separates him. And it's just a guy like Dan Marino as well, you know. like Guys yeah. like Elway, like these lightning cannon arms, you know. Just generational talents. Like Michael Vick, you know, like with the legs. Beast. No, yeah, it's another thing. There are people that have that one, like they have that ability that, that you know almost nobody else has, right? Like, Aaron Rodgers' arm, you know nobody has the same type of arm. Like, even if they play better than Aaron Rodgers, nobody has that same type of arm ability. And it's crazy. Except, I guess, now Mahomes. Like, Brady didn't even have it. Like, like, he had it a little bit. Brady had it a little bit. But he was another super fiery, super competitive, super smart guy. But he never had He's that, that, he arm that, talent he has that Rogers, quick release, like the ability to read again deep fences and stuff, and like that's the innate want, like the need to win, man, and to excel at, at the moment. Yes, I mean, yeah, Tom Winning Brady's probably the best winner in in the NFL history. Yeah, he he's uh, just a natural winner. But yeah, that's his ability, and, and there's so few guys that you can look at and be like, they have something that nobody else has. Like you mentioned, Marino had it, Elway had it. That type of that type of talent special. I now you got it. Like Rodgers now in really Mahomes. Cool with Rogers, how you got to compare it as well with the fact that at one point in that in that division, you had Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, and Jake Cutler, three cannons. You know, and uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Jake Cutler's got to be the laziest quarterback that's ever played. Okay, you know, it was like a shotgun. His arm, you know, yeah, that shit was like a twelve gauge man, like. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has a 50 cal sniper, man. So you... Oh yeah, he's got he's got a uh, yeah, man. Quite like, the rocket launcher. Stafford, <laughs> I could I'll say he's he's you know Stafford's got yeah Stafford's got a, a grenade launcher, you know. Aaron Rodgers has an RPG, you know, a precision missile. I but yeah, yeah he's Aaron got a precision also airstrike, has the precision man. With it, you know what I mean. Like Joe Flacco Shut used to be able to chuck it seventy yards too, but he Joe sucks. Joe Flacco, thank God you said he sucks. <laughs> Joe Flacco, he could bomb the Kizzle ball. Are you kidding? Adam Kosky, Mr. Kizzle. Joe Flacco is not a good quarterback. He had one good season with one good postseason, <laughs> and that's it. He's terrible. <laughs> oh my God! I swear, <laughs> I almost punched you <laughs> to the screen. I thought I thought you were my I, I thought you were my that friend Kizzle right there. I just Can heard you, you say remember? he's a leaper. I thought I was gonna smack you right now. <laughs> oh. Do you remember when they won the Super Bowl? That was the big topic: Is Joe Flacco elite? And then you got paid like an elite quarterback and absolutely finessed, forgot man. how to play football. He, 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 he did finesse. Patrick, he Brock Osweiler. Like, his, his age is probably the same guy, man. Play a good a little bit of good football. I mean, I guess he did win it. 
Did he win a Super, win the Bowl, Super right? Bowl? The Ravens Did defense and yeah, Ravens a guy won, right? named Joe Ray Lewis and the yeah, Boys and Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I th- I think that's how you end it because regardless of how bad Joe Flacco is at football, he's a Super Bowl winner. Got paid millions and millions of dollars. I think it serves him right have that to he do gets shit. to suffer in, <laughs> on the New York Jets now. That's that is on the Jets. Yeah, that's he's how go you from atone. Super Bowl to you know, winless. You won your Super Bowl, and now you get to <laughs> rot on the Jets. That's the, just there's the NFL. Justice has justice been served. Has been served. For Joe Flacco. Well, guys. <laughs> We'll be talking to you guys more this weekend with some more fantasy updates. I know it is either week – it is a semifinals of the fantasy playoffs no matter how you slice it and dice it. I am in Nashville. I'll be covered from here. I'll actually be seeing Zach Scheinfeld tomorrow, Greenberg. I mean, Zach Scheinfeld, Mr. Krimsky. So Solid. I will be able to talk to Mr. about the guy. You know, it'll be a nice talk. Um, I – I'm in the fantasy playoffs. Spencer the is in the last place bowl, the Sacco Bowl. So he's, I worried. I ain't worried. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a I'm little worried, loser. but I ain't worried. <laughs> it's all right. But be sure to listen in for that episode because if you need some last minute fantasy advice, this is this is crunch time. You gotta listen. You gotta listen. You gotta get the key insights from the Fumble Brewski. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Duffumble Brewski. Get, get up. It's, it's time to ride. Peace. Peace. <laughs>